Hey everyone, thanks for tuning your pod radio dials to the actualplay.network podcast. This is episode 45, uh, and I just want to explain a little bit this time. We are uh, returning to characters and a setting that we played previously in what was the very first game series we did for the podcast called the Headmaster Ritual, which was a game of Fate and Fate Accelerated. That game was sort of our homage to Vertigo comics and other comics, as well as the first Smith's record. And uh, you don't need to listen to that in advance of this. However, there is the occasional reference to something that happened in the first series, as well as all the returning characters. So I will be posting an audio accompaniment to this, um, a bonus episode, which is Chris, Gino, and I discussing the series. And um, uh, feel free to listen to that if you think you would like a recap without listening to seven hours of previous podcast. It's only about uh, ten minutes long. Uh, Thank you, and enjoy the show. Well, I'll say this. Um, You each get to the uh, Summer Isle the day before the festival, like the night before or the day before, and uh, you all end up in a pub. This pub is called The Quiet Woman, and you meet each other there. So I want you guys to roleplay that, uh, and if you need any additional setup, I can provide that. Um, so basically, I, I would assume this is the evening, probably. You probably got to the island. Um, there's uh, extra planes running and ferries going back and forth, so you probably ended up on a ferry during, the de- during the, one of the last ferries over the island. And it's probably right after dinner time. And uh, you're in one of the many cra- very crowded pubs on this island. Um, so every pretty much the island is, is built for about uh, 300 people max, and there's like 10,000 people on the island right now. So it's it's jammed up. There's tents everywhere. There's a stage being assembled. There's uh, people have there's a few castles on the island, and they're all have been converted to basically to hostels. And uh, you've all chosen to go to this quiet woman pub. Just synchronicity brings all all three of you there together. There's a folk singer in the corner, a local local man singing uh, like traditional uh, Scottish folk songs, and uh, there's only whiskey, local local whiskey and and beer available. <clears throat> and if if you want it, they'll give you uh, like sort of Scottish fare, fried fried sausages, things like that. So it's just a loud, crowded bar, but everywhere is loud and crowded right now. All right. So I don't know who gets there first. Well, Jenny um, comes in a little, a little, um, she was pre-gaming on the ferry and she's somewhere between has seen better days and is putting an effort in. So I would say her outfit is basically just like a simple, a, a simple white t-shirt and jeans with her hair tied back in well, what we call the world's um, lowest effort ponytail. And she just kind of like staggers in and lights a cigarette and, and just kind of heads over to the bar. Martin actually isn't there yet. He shows up last and he goes over to the bar and he says, uh, hi, uh, I'd like a glass of water, please. If you could, uh, trying to stay hydrated. It's arguably the most important thing. I always say, Oh, of course, of course. Here you go. Here's some water. Thank you very much. When Martin says that he feels a pat on his back and he is what? No gin, double gin. (laughs) Martin, (laughs) Turns around and he says, <laughs> Rudy! <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you son of a gun. What's it been, a while? Ah, uh, roughly a year, probably. Well, how you been? Oh, you know, just, uh, same old, same old. How about yourself? Well, um, since the last, uh, thing we got into, I'd say it's been a lot different for me. I, uh, I got a pet, a uh, pet bird to fill the cage in my apartment. I... I'm almost finished writing an album. I've just got a little bit more, tiniest bit, very close to being done. Uh, that's about it. Nothing much else. Uh, how about yourself? I answered my part, but hey, good for you. Look forward to hearing your album. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I'll send you a it when it's done. I'll probably like, you can come over. I'll just play it for you. What? That might actually feel a little bit weird. What? I'll just take. A we copy. save the world together, and you can't come over listen to me play. No, that feels like a thing. What do you mean it feels like a thing? Like two friends hanging out? That's the first thing we ever did together. Yeah, but I'm just like, what, sitting on your chair as you serenade me with your violin? You can stand up, I don't care. I'm not gonna stand the whole time. Then sit in the chair, what do you mean? You know what, I'll buy a copy. Support the cause and all that. Very good, sir. What will you be drinking today? I think I've already got my drink, thank you. Right. I think I'll, uh... Just water for you? I think I'll have a... Mm, gin, double gin. On the rocks. Very and, good. uh... So you want me to fill a glass with gin, then? And, put, uh, put it on my it. bill. Wink. Of course, sir. You know, that joke doesn't make sense if you're not a duck. Yeah, it does <laughs> make sense if you're not a duck. Jenny's got a, got a full mug, and it's kind of like... Looking away from them. <laughs> well, what can we what can we do to get Jenny involved in this conversation? Oh, hey, I think I see the sloppiest uh, ponytail I've ever seen across the bar. That can only be <laughs> one person's doing. Jenny, Jenny. To be fair, Jenny, I think Jenny had short hair last time you saw her. I seem to remember a sloppy ponytail. I think you know what I think it's probably you know right right because. The point is, it's very short, though. It's kind of the kind of kind of just sticks out. It doesn't really go down. Yeah, I think that's even how you described it last time. But you somehow still managed to make it sloppy. That's impressive. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, now um, Martin is now loudly calling your name across the bar. Uh, I turn even further to the point where I'm not even facing the bar anymore. Rudy's here. Rudy's here. It's the three of Uh, us again. I'm facing the same place. I'm facing perpendicular. I'm facing perpendicular to the bar, staring, staring straight at a wall. Do you remember drinking. that one time? Do you remember that one time? <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Martin approaches. Jenny. <laughs> hey. Oh, hi. Um, Root. The folk singer in the in the corner all of a sudden uh, finishes his song, puts his guitar down, and walks over to the bar to take a break. And uh, a record comes on over the... Uh, actually, it's just a record player in the corner with a with a speaker set like a like a living room speaker set because this is a uh normally not so well attended of a place and uh it's it's uh almost inaudible but you can hear is a kate bush song uh running up that hill and it's strange because you all or not you all but um or i'm sorry i believe it was actually i believe it was uh rudy and uh jenny who were in uh i think his apartment and found their she had record player which played the song as the song comes on lights take on a strange like purple tint and you see a familiar figure walk into the bar and it's like it's like a stout oh, hey, uh, 
Vacation's no. over, everybody. And uh, and uh, let me just tell you, Ithaca covers his ears. <laughs> Ithaca Stout looks uh, incredible. Uh, it's not clear if it's the enchantment, or if it isn't. If it is an enchantment, I should say, or if it is just the fact that she generally looks incredible. Um, she's wearing uh, tight, uh, acid, acid-washed style jeans, um, uh, high leather boots, a black tank top, and a leather jacket, and has a uh, um, sort of a standard like a. Uh, well, actually, she has like a uh, like a like a mullet haircut. But uh, she's very yeah, striking. Like that that 80s one. Yeah. She's walking right towards you three. Jenny turns full wide to face her. Uh, Rudy makes eye contact, but still has his ears covered. Martin turns around and is leaning backwards on the bar with his elbows on it. And he's sort of like swirling his now empty shot glass of ice. <laughs> trying to look nonchalant as she approaches. But like looking directly at her. Hello there, Ithaca, was it? Hello, Jenny. Martin. Hello, Hello, Ithaca. You look like shit. Rudy, how have you been? What? Right. Well, what brings you here? I take it you figured it out! (laughs) The thing! What brings you three here? It's none of your business, Ithaca. What? What brings anyone here? Well, Um, what have you three been drinking? Because I know what I'm going to be avoiding. Can I ask a question? Sure. Does anything appear to be happening to anybody in the no, bar? Nothing appears to be happening to anybody. <laughs> okay, I'll uncover my ears. And then she looks. At, she signals the bartender for a drink, and he, he goes about making it. And she says, "You know, I'm actually kind of glad the three of you are here. I think I could probably Feeling use mutual Ithaca." She smiles at you. I think. Um, I she wink, she winks a smarmy wink. Gross. And uh, it makes a really loud squelching noise. <laughs> I could. Um, I think I could probably really use a three-year-old help tomorrow. And she looks at you meaningfully and takes a sip of her um, amber-colored liquor. Martin's going to signal for another drink. He brings you some a double gin with ice. Good. Just the way I like it. Perfect. My favorite. Um, uh, Ithaca gives you sort of like a worried look, but doesn't um, say anything. I give her a look, and it's like a sour look, like, don't you say anything to me. <laughs> he looks real petty. <laughs> I know exactly the look he's giving her. Um, Do you guys notice? Did you, did you, three notice anything strange about tomorrow's lineup? Besides it being shit. Yes, besides it being shit. Not especially, but I didn't look at it all really. Three names down is. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah, there's some there's some interesting choices on there for sure, but. Who opens, a, who opens a festival with Prague? I, I suspect it's simply to get an early start so that everyone has time to sleep in. Oh, yes. Because you can skip the... Uh, the 12-minute drum solo. The 12-minute drum solo. Um, no, but where else can you find a lineup where... where think about the bands who are playing tomorrow. The Voodoo 3, The Misfortunes, Barrymore's solo career. Oh, yes. Um... I didn't the bride that stripped bear. These are all well. Let's just say they line up with both of my interests, and I think uh, they line up quite well with yours as well. Yes. And do you know the history of Summer Isle? I'd imagine it's like the rest of England, and it's full of mystic bullshit. <laughs> Certainly. I'm not wrong, am I? Well, no, it's quite full of mystic bullshit. Um, 
well, you know they aren't Christians on this island. And that there's been stories about what goes on here for a very long Excuse time. Excuse me, Ithaca, I'm going to have to process that for a moment. <laughs> Not Christians, you say? She rolls her Martin. eyes. She's rolling Rudy. her eyes fucking hard. Not Christians. Oh, well, mm, we'd better get out out of here. No, no, sorry. Continue, Ithaca. I'm sorry for... Um... Jenny, may I, may I ask you a question? Yeah. What is the consensus religion of England? It's Catholicism. So... Or Christianity, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> so it, it was strange when there's a majority non-Christian island off the coast of England, is it not? Yes, it's strange. Ithaca. So your sarcasm then, by my reckoning, was entirely uncalled for. Correct. I'm just, I'm just having a little. I'm just taking the piss a little. Sometime in the uh, Victorian age, Jenny, there was a, a pagan cult that took root here, and the the, the Samurai family for whom the island is named propagated it. Um, I don't really know much more about it because there hasn't really been anyone who. Uh, Unlike other cults, there's been no big reveal of their secrets, but it's definitely of the uh, traditional fertility variety. Um, I know that a policeman went missing here about ten years ago, and there was a bit of a to-do about it from the previous Lord Summer Isle, but aside from a few conspiracy weeklies about cult ritual murder, I don't really have much else to report on that. But it raises a lot of flags for me. Yes. I think I've read about it a little it seems more at least in recorded history and what i've heard more um traditional cult behavior rather than um you know she gets whispered magical cult behavior i think that the line is a lot thinner than you give it credit while we're on the subject of lines and no offense Matt, but uh are you a good guy now she rolls her eyes or she wrinkles her nose and uh, looks at you carefully and says, I've always been a good guy, Rudy. You're a little gray I think... before, I feel. Are we all on the same page with that, a little gray? You mean when I was being captured by the outer church uh, on their trail months ahead of you, and I was willing to sacrifice everything, including my loved ones, in order to save the world? You were willing to sacrifice Martin. Well, well. yeah, you did. Um, believe you uh, were okay with letting me be dead. So you might be embellishing your story a little hey, bit. Mine, mine, mine. But think of the plus side. She loves you. I mean, why wouldn't she? I didn't try to kill her. The uh, bartender comes over and says, Sir, would you like another drink? Uh, you get a compulsion to have another drink. If uh, you'd like a fate point, you can have... If you'd like you, if you'd like to have another drink, you can have a fate point. She did four fate points. That's some bank right there. I think I'll have one more. Hang on. I think I'll have a um, not... Not a gin and... Oh, yeah. Gin's not that good. Um, you have absinthe. I just drink a lot of it. Ugh. Uh, what did you say? With the, with the cube of um, sugar, do you have... I don't... I don't have absinthe. Alright, so. then, um... Maybe a, um... Would you like some gin? Yeah, alright. <laughs> How about a double gin, since I don't have the absinthe? And he pours your double gin with some ice. Thank you very it. much. Martin tosses it back. On the house, sir. No, you're too kind. On the house. Yes. Perhaps later you'll favor us with some of your songs. Um, 
Perhaps later you'll favor us with some of your songs. One more time. Martin's like trying to tongue the bottom of his shot glass. <laughs> Perhaps later you'll favor us with some of your songs. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll do you a favor. Yeah, whatever you need. Thanks for the drink, bud. Right. So, uh, like I said, no offense, man, about that whole thing. Uh, None taken, I suppose. I, honestly, that's not really fair to say. I, But I understand what you're getting at. You were confused, and you're still a bit confused. A fair assessment of the situation? Yeah, yeah, let's... Let bygones be good bygones. Who, who cares about who turned who into a cat? No, 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 that's fine. I was just making sure that... There were some implications that maybe she was wrapped up in some shady business but got into files trying to make sure that wasn't the case. Due diligence and all that. We're all wrapped up in shady business now and then. I'm not as concerned about the morals of the world at large as I am with the morals of the world inside myself. Precisely, because, I mean, if you think of the morals of the world at large, it's decided by who, really. It's general consensus. Look, if you want to have a talk about more relativism, I'm going to need another drink, all right? What are you drinking? But I'll do this all night. Barkeep! I'm Another not round. going to have a philosophical talk with you, Jenny. Why not? That was a turn of phrase. Because <laughs> nothing good will come of it. I'll try to make a point and you'll get snippy. And then I'll get snippy and everybody's snippy. I don't think, I don't think Martin gets snippy. I never get snippy. I'm the most unsnip... Snip on... I don't get snippy. Okay, I guess that's the best I can come I up with. I imagine as he says this, he's still tugging his shot glass. <laughs> There's a, well, he just, the bartender just put down another drink in front of him. Because oh, uh, Je, Jenny ordered another round. I mean, he's drinking it. <laughs> 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 Should we take this to a booth? Yeah, I'm, I've been standing here for the whole time. You look around and there doesn't appear to be any booths available. Want to go shove some folks out of a booth? I'll find us. Gonna shove. We were just talking about morals. No, we know. We were talking about being snippy. Shove, yes. folks out of That's right, my friend. And it's all relative. And she taps him on the shoulder and heads off to no, I booth. couldn't hear you from the See, bottom of my drink, why bud. We're not. <laughs> also, I'm the. No, this is why we're not doing that conversation. She's already gone. She's convincing a, a, a someone to hand over their booth. How did she do that? Well, it's she finds like a group of two. You know, two people being real assholes to take up a booth. Yep. And she offers, like, oh, we need to split. My, like, our friend, she's come down from the mainland. She's got bad sea legs. She just needs a, needs a proper sit. Look at it. I think you should make a roll for that. She's being clever. Okay. And because I'm ever confident, I get a plus two to, to clever when I'm being a liar. So that's, that's like, a pretty good roll. So you're doing fine. That's, that is sufficient. Um, they get up and uh, throw them across the bar. Uh, the other three see the... Uh, or did Martin Martin might have gone over there with her? I don't know, but you see that Jenny waves you over or whatever because the yeah, booth's I now available. Over. Yeah, and uh, Ithaca shrugs and goes over and sits down in the booth. Happy, we got a booth. Yeah, Are you satisfied. Jenny takes the side next to Ithaca. All right, the other two on the other side. Yeah, seems wise. Ithaca, could you do me a favor and move your legs out of the way? They're on my side. Martin, do you want to switch sides? We're not doing this. She does. She moves her legs without, without saying a word. Right. So what is so you were saying? Jenny leans in a little. All I was saying was that I think that it would be good if we all agreed 
to keep an eye on things tomorrow. Well, that's why I'm here. We all know what magic can, what music can do if left. Well, I think we all remember the power of music as a ritual. Yes. And certainly there's going to be a lot of people participating in this ritual tomorrow. Whatever its purpose is might be wise for us to be on guard. And perhaps agree to meet back here around midday and report on anything we've found. Would that be amenable to you? Perhaps two o'clock? That's perfectly fine. Uh, What time does the festival wrap up? Uh, The festival starts at around 11 and wraps up uh, probably like two or three in the morning. Okay. So actually, let's yeah, let's. She's good. gonna change that. She's gonna change that to four o'clock. She said okay. four o'clock, not two o'clock. I think that makes more sense. Yeah, sounds good to me. We'll meet back here at a quiet woman, the pub. All right. Well, we. Is it perhaps, if you don't mind? I would not mind myself tagging along. You would seem more familiar with this whole situation than I am, and as you know, this music magic is not exactly my forte. Well, I'd be glad to watch the bands. I'm going to be watching the bands, but I'd be glad to have you accompany me. Yes, I think I, I think we would complement each other quite well. I don't know. I don't trust her. He says to Rudy Clay, <laughs> not quietly. Which one are Which you talking one? about? Which one? The one I... He's talking about me, Rudy. Is he? I think I'm so. I'm not sure. I think he might be a bit jealous. I think Jenny's trying to sleep with you. I wouldn't recommend it. If like a blushes, and then 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 when she says that, he, she gives you like a dirty look, and she slides out of the booth. Well, Jenny, I'm going Jenny to be leaving. In case <laughs> I'm going to find somewhere else to drink. Perhaps you can sober Martin up, and then we can revisit this conversation in the morning. I'll hate you when I'm sober. And she walks out of the bar. Wait, wait, wait! My initial Ciao question! With Ciao, Ithaca! Ithaca, wait! She's, she does takes not another look drag, back. And takes another drag of her cigarette. You fucked that up, What my do you mean? Fuck what up? Rudy, you double... Rudy, you double fucked it up. Rudy's gone. He's following Ithaca. Okay. You can, You're cock-blocking, bitch! You can catch up to her. You can catch up to her. What a fuck... What a fucker. Hey, you don't turn back when someone's shouting to you. I just wanted to get out of there. I feel very badly for Martin. Yeah, it's a whole other uh, kind of worm. It's not really important, I guess, at the moment. Uh, did you ever figure out that thing with the records? I was uh, trying to dig into it myself, but I couldn't quite get it. Well, I have good results when I'm able to put the record on that I choose in the environment of my choosing. But um, beyond that, I'm afraid I haven't had much success, no. If I'm able to set the scene, as it were, I am able to accomplish my goals. Beyond that, this, uh, I can't do much more than a bit of a bit of good luck, as it were. Is this uh, is Ru- and Rudy like makes the index finger circle motion? Is this one of those? I didn't set the scene, if that's what you mean. But did someone? I do think so. Yes. Oh, she's asking because of the song. You mean specifically in the bar? No. That's just one of those things. Right. On your way then. Let me know if you figure anything out. I'm very interested. I'll meet you tomorrow at four. Right. No, she's, I'm... She's gone. Okay. She's walking away. I guess Rudy goes back to the booth. And I assume Martin and Jenny are still arguing. Now, what I'm saying is, you know, 
I just don't get violent still. I just don't fucking get it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, 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 but like, in the current atmosphere, I just don't get the success of it. Beauty is timeless, Jenny. Yeah, you're telling me. Jenny is now, at this point, taking the entire side of her booth. So she's really injuring it up over there. <laughs> yeah, she's like splayed style. Yeah, perfect. Leaned up against like the back of it. Or, you know, the back wall. So, uh, mine, you're gonna be alright. Working on this with Ithaca Stout. Yeah, you're not gonna be, um... Jenny, are you gonna be alright working on this with Ithaca Stout? I'm gonna be plenty alright. And she takes a, <laughs> a nice long drink. Plenty alright. I suppose I could be nice, right? I mean, couldn't hurt. You don't have to hey. be nice, just don't be... Yeah. You? Martin, I suppose. I'll be nice. Martin, I'll be nice for the both of us. Jenny, we get what? it. What? Everyone gets it. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything. <laughs> I try to. I'm not trying to be coy, Rudy. Yeah, fine. You can you can we bang know. my ex girlfriend, whatever. Don't even get torn no, up. No, I'm just saying. I mean, no, go ahead, whatever, man, bro. Every <laughs> hip. No, I'm just saying. Hello, I mean, I'm not gonna kids. say who hey, you shouldn't shouldn't be sleeping. It's not my place. You're too. Adults, you can make your own decisions, but I'd say don't get tangled with her. You'll be the one on the cross. Like that one time where you were both tied up on a big cross and she left you. Do you remember that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I was a cat once. I was a cat once. I've been through worse. Yeah, we've all been a cat once. And I've also been a cat that's dealt with Ithaca Stout. It's not fun. All right. Hey, you live and you learn. You know, it's just some preliminary. It's not the end of the world. Um... And then uh, the singer who went back on while you guys were talking to Ithaca stops for another drink and the uh, bartender stands up on a stool and clears his throat and claps. Attention, please. I just want you all to know that, well, tomorrow there'll be many acts on stage and they'll be playing all kinds of different musical instruments. Tonight we have our own musical guest, Mr. Martin Rothschild. And everyone uh, turns and looks to where he's pointing, which is over at your booth. And there's some uh, moderate applause. Martin looks backwards over his shoulder. Now Martin has agreed to perform a song for us tonight. Please everyone clap for him as he plays his song. And everyone starts to clap. Well, I take it this is the favor I owe. All right. Let me just, uh... Martin gets up on the table and takes out his bow. And they, uh... Well, they, they I... have a spot for you to sit over at the thing. Oh, you want me over there? Should I not stand playing. on the table? Do you want me to get off? You do You do what you please, Mr. Rothschild. Do you want me to get off the table? You are our honored, our honored guest. If you would like to play on the table, then I will certainly What spot it. is higher up? I want everyone to be able to see me. That's as high as you can get. All right, I'm, I'm going to be on the table then. And then, uh... <laughs> All right, I want you... I want you to make some kind of roll for it. Well, depending on what you want to do. Go on. Wait, I wanna, I wanna read the room real quick. Yeah. I want to read the the applause of the room. Yeah. What do you want to know about it? I want to see if it felt, if it felt too automatic, too you know, ritualistic. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that it felt like that at all. Okay, it felt natural. Yeah, it felt like a um. Exactly how you would expect it to go if about half the people in the bar knew who someone was and they were announced they were okay. going to play. Because, you know, yep. I I am on edge. I am aware 
of any peculiar. I am on the look look out for any peculiar happenings. And uh, Martin's gonna play an original piece from his new album, and it's going to almost sound inspired by a raven's caw to some extent. And for this, I roll, um, I'm going to roll a flashy. And could I also, if I invoke an aspect, does that take a fate point? It does. All right. Okay. Would you like to do that? Yeah, sure. And that just adds a plus one. Okay. So you're going to get plus two. Oh, plus two. And also, um, plus what my flashy would be. Yep. So plus two, plus your flashy, plus 4d4, 4df. All right. I got a seven. Well, that is a superb roll. I believe that is that is epic success. So, um... <clears throat> the audience is in fucking tears. Yeah, tell me how. Tell me how you. Uh, tell me a little bit more about what what you play and how the audience reacts. Um, Martin uh, rosens up his bow. He gets into it, and uh, before he plays, he looks out over the audience and he says, "I hate gin." It's the worst. Don't get two of it. And then he starts to play, and it starts sort of quick, rapid, and jarring, where it's almost screeching, but then it sort of, each note slowly mellows out. Like, imagine a dark forest in winter, and then... A knife being thrust into the bark of a great oak, and then a thick sap coming out of it into the snow. And everybody in the audience is like heavily sobbing, hands on their face. Almost a euphoria is rolling over them in waves. One person faints. And, um,. Afterwards, there's a wild applause, and they ask for an encore, and he plays one of his older songs. There is what, there is one exception. Okay, I was gonna say, what about you two? How do you two react to the? Martin really is playing his heart out, and he's especially inspired just now. So, have go on. How should I put this? It's like I would say, Jenny is co- comparable to. Martin is the little Sebastian to Jenny's Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'm, she was completely nonplussed. I don't understand it. People are crying, and I'm really—I just don't get it. I'm like trying to feel for magic in the like magic in the room, and there's nothing there. Well, that's not entirely true because I mean, there's like general magic, but like well, he is, he's not he is a manipul- magical like his guitar playing is mad. His uh, violin playing rather is magical. So. But it doesn't seem no, to be the my raw talent, necessarily. My raw, yep. oozing, soggy talent. Exactly. It seems to be that. And <laughs> she, Jenny looks over at um, Rudy mm-hmm. and just confusedly shakes her head. Um, Rudy, what about you? How do you, uh, how do you react to... Uh... Uh, Rudy is very taken by the performance, but mm-hmm. uh, he's not like becoming a weeping mess like the rest of the place because Rudy's not really one to betray his emotions. Yeah. But he's very much enjoying it. Now, Rudy, you specifically, towards the end of this performance, as Martin's hitting the notes, all of a sudden you feel like you're being pulled back into your seat 
and uh, like you're being almost like you're being pulled out of your body, like it's a little bit of an out of body type experience because you seem to like be almost observing. Like although your perspective doesn't really change, you feel in your mind like you're observing your body from above, and the lights dim, um, and uh, the sound fades, so it's almost underwater for a second, and you receive what could only be described as a vision. Um, and uh, you get flashes of things that happen. So um, I'm going to give you one. Then we're going to go around the table. Everyone's going to just give me an image. Just an image. And then I'll give you a final one. Okay. So the first thing, the first flash you get is um, it's a cat being dragged by its tail and thrown into something dark. And then who wants to go next to give me a, a, a it has to be a upsetting image that Rudy sees while Martin's performing. Just like the sound of harsh metal crashing. Um, the ground collapsing under him. Fire in the sky. Oh, interesting. Interesting. The fire in the sky, I'll just add to that. I'll say that the fire in the sky, you have a, a very strange simultaneous sense that it is both far above you and also all around you. And then you snap out of your visions, um, and you are in, you involuntarily pitch forward and like gasp for breath as if you've been holding your breath this entire time. And everyone is applauding already at the end of the song, and Martin's bowing and uh, getting ready to start his second number. Hey everyone, it's Matt, and thanks so much for listening to the 45th episode of the Actual Play.network podcast. This is part one of the Beaten Generation. I'm the game master for this series. Chris is Rudy Clay, Gino is Martin Rothschild, and Andrew plays Jenny Haversham. You can check out the website for a bonus episode explaining the setting a little if you are so inclined. Uh, coming up next week, we've got more beaten generation for you. Please, if you like the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website, actualplay.network. That is the best way to get into contact with us. Gino does title card illustrations for our site. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running webcomic up at pizzapranks.com. You can check that out. Music this week is by Attic Soul, Electric Bach, and Avex Sans. You can uh, leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408 or email at gm at actualplay.network. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. In the most recent episode, we covered Onibaba. Web and podcast services provided by WhalingCityWeb.com. Check out WhalingCityWeb.com for more information. Thank you very much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.